0: Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show I'm your host Daydon Tolbert Back live tonight for a special Ask Daydon Advice Edition All right, guys, we're going to be talking about A lot of different things uh, On tonight, man Um, You know, over the last couple weeks We've been doing a lot of really, really Heavy shows, you know what I mean Like some really serious topics Some, you know, some important topics Some very uh, Deeply biblical and spiritual topics Like, you know, we just had our most recent um, well, actually, not our most recent, but the first ever between brothers show live with myself, Oshel, where we talked about betraying God and turning your back on God, where we took an in-depth look at Exodus 32, and just gave y'all an all-time classic show. One of the, you know, one of the most, one of my favorite shows that I've ever done, to be honest with you. So, you know, we did that uh we we did recently last week our um our special on the 10 commandments where we broke that down um you know as far as um you know the law and that you know that God laid forth and you know how that can be tied into today's society so you know like i said we've been doing a lot you know and a number of show other shows um uh, over the last few weeks but tonight um, you know, we just want to lighten it up a little bit. We want to just get back to uh, advice hour. You know, dealing with some topics that you guys have uh, expressed an interest in. Uh, some some you know stuff going on out here in the uh, entertainment industry. We want to talk about um, a little bit of dating and relationship stuff. Uh, we want to talk about uh, the results of this week's emotional availability availability pop quizzes. There were quite a few of them uh, that I wanted to definitely go through and, um, you know, and just discuss, you know, a young woman commented on one of the threads over in the uh, in the friends group, um, just saying, hey, look, you know what, done this is uh, the first quiz that I've ever uh, passed. And, you know, I just want to shout her out, you know, one, for admitting that, because I know for a fact a lot of people, a lot of women, they take those quizzes, but they don't necessarily – uh, you know comment on on those threads you know they they you know they just observe which is cool which is no problem but you know it's good to know where you stand i mean that's the name is very applicable to what it is you know it's an emotional availability pop quiz so if you find yourself consistently coming up with answers that are a little bit different from the other ladies or maybe different from, you know, the answer that I would probably give. You know, you probably want to, you know, do some self-reflection and and you know and take a, uh, you know, a look at um, you know, some private counseling or, you know, just um, you know, participating in the discussion to um, you know, to get some more clarity. So, uh, we're definitely going to talk about them tonight. So, uh, lots lot to talk about. Uh, but tonight um, above all, well not above all, but one of the major topics that we want to talk about uh, this evening is long distance relationships You know, a lot of people have been asking me to, yo, have you done a show on long distance? You know, are you going to talk about it? And and to be honest with you, we've never done a whole show You know what I mean? We're 10 years in and we've actually never done a show specifically dedicated to long distance relationships I mean, we've talked around it, we've mentioned it You know, we talk about a lot of the components of that, but you know we really want to do a show specifically um you know about that and you know can they be successful um how they can be successful you know some red flags um you know and um you know how to recognize when you know you're you're in one and 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 you know being played you know for lack of a better term so definitely we're going to talk about that uh want to talk a little bit about actually a lot about astrology tonight horoscopes you know what the bible says about them Um, So, I mean, there's just so much stuff. I mean, I'm going to try to squeeze all this into a two-hour show, but you know how we do, man. We'll see how it goes. But uh, definitely you guys are welcome to uh, call in with any questions, comments, feedback that you might have, 646-200-0366. Make sure you hit the number 1 on your keypad if you have a question or comment. And, um, you know, or, or, or you know, a situation that you want some clarity on, or anything for that matter. Um, Courtney is here with me tonight. Courtney, how are you tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, you know I'm good, Courtney. I'm excited about tonight's show. You you, uh, you ready to talk about some long-distance situations?
1: Yes, I am. I am. All
0: right, cool. Well, what's, been, what's been up with you, though? I haven't, you know, talked to you in a couple of days. We haven't been live in a few days. I mean, everything been good?
1: Yeah, everything's been great. I wanted to tell you that um, I really enjoyed the show that you did with Oshel, The Between Brothers. That was an excellent show, and um, I just wanted to tell you that, and I'm waiting for, you know, some more.
0: Let me ask you, what resonated most with you about that particular show?
1: It was just just the outlook on um, how we as a society, we have our own golden cast in some form, you know, and it, whether it's, I mean, it could be anything, you know, it could be people, it could be, you know, drinking or whatever. And so that resonated with me because I thought about, you know, the things that I used, whether it was TV shows or drinking, it was something different at, you know, different periods. So um, that was something I could relate to.
0: Yeah, you know, definitely, you know, thank you for that feedback. And I've been getting a number of, um, you know, people just email emailing and, you know, texting and inboxing, just saying, hey, look, you know what, thank you for that show. I tuned in, you know, it was something new, something different. We definitely want to hear more from Osho. You know, people have been asking asking, like, yo, you know, can we hear him more? Can you have him on the show more? You know, and so I said, you know what, let's just give him his own night, and, you know, we can just, you know, just me and him just do a whole show. You know what I mean? Um, There's been a void, you know, obviously since, um, you know, Marv passed away, Virgil passed away. You know what I mean. Like there's been a you know a um, a lack of, of of realness. You know, not just for myself, but you know, just from other other true men of God. So I um, just want to you know um, encourage everybody. To, one, if you missed it, you know, this past Sunday night. If you know you didn't um, you hear it, definitely check it out. Uh, archives are at uh, com. And uh, but, yeah, you know we we all have our golden calf in you know in some way, and if you guys aren't familiar with what we're talking about, get into the bible get and check out exodus thirty two uh tonight, I want to talk to y'all a little bit about uh, leviticus some of the some of the laws that are put forth in Leviticus by God, so in regards to you know sex, dating, you know relationship, a lot of stuff, man, and it, just as we go forward too. You know, we're going to be just referencing I mean, we've always done it Well, actually, no, we haven't always done it But, you know, last several years we've done it Just really done the show from a biblical perspective But, I mean, what you guys have been hearing this last these last few weeks we're, You know, get used to that Like, we're really going to be going deep into it You know, like I, we're, we're still doing this challenge You know, just brand new Everybody do it with me I can tell some of y'all are really with me, too Because if you started when I put it out there you're somewhere around Leviticus right now, Exodus right now, Numbers, some of y'all. So, you know, join in, you know, jump right into it, start from scratch. Young woman told me she's, uh you know, had been reading Genesis, she's read Genesis about 10 times. And, you know, it, 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 hey, that's real, it is what it is, you know, but just keep going, you know what I mean? If you need a new Bible, go buy a new Bible and start fresh, you know, just read it straight through. You'll see so much stuff, you'll learn so much stuff, you'll be blessed so much, so definitely, um, you know, check it out, um, you know, and join us. It's fun. I, I want to get into it. Let's jump in because, like I said, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this evening. First, a lot of you guys have been watching the, um, the NBA Finals, you know, um, interesting matchup between the Miami Heat and the San Antonio Spurs, a rematch of last year. Courtney, have you been checking it out?
1: Yes, but I missed it yesterday, though, but uh, I heard about it.
0: One of the things that I want to do is, I mean, you guys have been following it. Uh, Miami is down uh, 2-1. Now, let me just say this. I'm not by any means um, uh, a Miami Heat fan, nor am I a LeBron James fan. I want to make that you know perfectly clear here. Um, but, you know, I have a problem with, you know, people, uh, you know, with this whole, you know, everybody was jumping on him about, you know, how we had to leave the game with the cramps. And, you know, one of the things you have to realize about sports is that, you know, if you have a Charlie horse, or I mean, which is kind of something totally different. I mean, it's the same type of feeling. But you know, if you are in, actually in, like some of y'all wake up in the middle of the night with like a Charlie horse, you know, it, it wakes you up out of your sleep. It's like a horrible pain. That's basically what LeBron James was feeling, times ten. Because you know, you're saying, well, how do you know that? Well, because I've I'm an athlete. Like that's I've ran track my whole life i played just by every sport out there. I currently play tennis. And you know, and you can even tell, you know, like it wasn't fake, you know, because it was like the, at the moment when it happened, like he had just exerted a suit, you know what I'm saying, crossed a couple guys over, drove two basket later. And so, like, and as soon as he came down, I was like, bam, I've had that. Like going for a ball, returning the tennis ball, and it's like you just stiffen up. You can't continue after that. You see what I'm saying? Like you, you, you can try to, but – you're, it's going to happen again, and you're just not going to be any more good. So it's best to just do what you have to do, to, you know, before and to properly prepare. And and I was just saying that if you guys are, I'm not, you know, fan, like I said, cause I'm no fan, but you just got to put things into perspective. Okay, is that fair, Courtney?
1: Yes, it is.
0: I think it's like I said, I'm no fan. I see those sixes that he throws up. I see his, uh, you know, relationship with Jay Z and you know all that stuff throwing up the, the try. Like I'm, you know, on that level, you know, I don't, you know, what I'm saying I don't get down with him and all that he represents. I mean, it's a commercial right now. He's, you know, throwing a little sum up. So I mean, I see it also, but but just from a just an athlete standpoint. I mean, if you want to, you know, I was telling somebody else the other day, if you want to really get on him, get on him about the things that matter. You know what I mean? Get on him about the, the the demonic and satanic symbolism that he puts forth, and you know the stuff that he cosigns for about about the overall state of the entertainment industry and in politics and you know in sports, you know, and, and the messages that are being projected forth to our youth. I mean, if you want to really get on him, then get on him about something that matters, not not this not this petty stuff. You know, and speaking along those lines, we were talking about um, online the other day. About men, you know, it's a lot of a lot of homosexuality going on out here, man. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of fruitiness going on out here. A lot of guys feel that. What's this whole? To, I'm, I mean, I'm from Philly. I know it's very popular here. Um, up there in Chicago, do they say pause and, and no homo? Like, is that? Do they do that up there?
1: You talking about men say that? I've heard women yeah. say that. I've never heard a man say that either. One of those.
0: What, well, no,
1: no homo. No homo. Wait, I I've, I've heard no homo, but that was like from a couple of years ago, not recently though. I have. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's still I mean, it's that that one is kind of uh fading away a little bit, but a lot of people are saying pause. It's just like it's so stupid. You know, like if you're for those of you who are unfamiliar, it's kind of like if I say um you know, I was out playing basketball and I don't know, man, it's that are that, uh, my opponents, that team, they they sure were hard, you know, that was a hard, or this game is really hard, like, oh, pause, like, what? Like, what, <laughs> what are you talking, like, if I'm telling you about a video game or I'm telling you about a basketball game or something that was hard or I just took a test that sure was hard, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, why would I even be thinking Pause, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you even be thinking that? Like, anything other than what I'm talking about, unless that's what's on your mind. That's the society that we live in right now. People's minds are so, uh, just they're just so fascinated with the, this whole homosexual vibe. It's like, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, am I the only one that has a problem with people with grown men, you know, supposedly heterosexual men with their minds to the point where they have to say, oh, no, no homo, you know, like, well, of course no homo. I mean, like, what, what else would it be? What is this, Cory? What is this, this this, 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 craze?
1: Right, and it makes me think if you feel the need to say no homo, maybe, <laughs> maybe you really are gay, <laughs> you know, because you're trying to defend, you know, you're being defensive.
0: Look, man, I, we here, I, I've been in Leviticus a lot lately. And if I didn't before, I i mean, you're going to – I'm so, you know, just passionate about speaking about what God says about certain things. You know, there's no need to be ashamed. I'm going to tell you all why in a second. But, I mean, th- this is – you know what I'm saying? Like, homosexuality is not, um, it's not acceptable. It's not – you know, it is a sin. Is not something that we should just, you know, ignore and be politically correct. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something that's important. And, in fact, when, and, and, but just, I mean, ladies, if y'all see men and you, you hear them saying it and they're trying to be cool, I would just say, you know what, hey, like, that's not cool. Like, why are you even saying that? You know, because a lot of this stuff that men do, ladies, whether it's about that or other stuff, is specifically because women give them sex. As a result of it Or women You know what I'm saying Like y'all co-sign certain things Like these skinny jeans For example You know Like y'all, y'all Everybody says Oh yeah he's wearing skinny jeans But when he shows up On that date with skinny jeans You're not getting back in the car You're not You know You're not Not giving him the booty Even if he shows up In the skinny jeans I mean Let's be honest I mean not y'all I'm talking about the people Who don't listen to it You know what I'm saying But you see, like, y'all gotta stop Co-signing it A lot of this behavior Like these guys Sagging their pants down To their butts You know, like y'all y'all are dealing with these men, you're having sex with these men. So if y'all stop cosigning, then these men hopefully should stop doing it. I think that's fair, Court. Don't you?
1: Yeah, I
2: do too. I do too.
0: Let me. I was in Leviticus real quick, and this is crazy. Just along those lines, if you go to Leviticus and you really go into the the section, the chapter on Um, Just sexual impropriety, sexual sin You know, there's a lot You know, there's a lot of sins, you know, speaking about And I'm paraphrasing I don't have my Bible in front of me right now at this second But if you get into Leviticus, you'll see that, you know, it speaks about Not having sex with, you know, your, your father's wife not having sex with your stepdaughter or you know not sleeping with a woman while her menstrual cycle is I mean you know so many it's not just homosexuality but there's so many different sexual sins you know but if you but again this is where it gets deep if you really look at each of the the sins okay there is there's there's only a couple actually where and I probably should have, you know, pulled the Bible out specifically for this. I may even look it up because so, I want to, to be specific. But if you really look at the punishments for most of the sexual sins in the in that chapter, okay, most of the sins are if you do this, you will be banished from the community, right? Y'all remember that. But then there are other ones, only a few, where it says you will be, there were some that just kind of leave it very generic, saying that you will be punished. But then there are others that say you will be put to death. Some say it is a detestable sin, an abomination. Actually, only one says that. Can you take a guess which one that is?
1: Homosexuality.
0: Right. The other one that is just, and again, check out Leviticus. But the only other one that is of that severity in Leviticus is if a man has sex with an animal, okay? So basically, and again, I'm not, this is not what I'm making up, you know, this is how it is in the Word. It's that, you see what I'm, you guys see where I'm going with this? That's on the level that it is. You will be put to death. You will get the same punishment for ha- two men having sex with each other that you know what I'm saying that there is when you when you look at a man having sex or a woman having sex with an animal, a dog, a uh, you know some form of beast. How crazy is that, Courtney?
1: Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, a lot of people think they, they know the sins, they've heard of the sins, but they don't pay a lot of attention to the punishment and, and the, the differences in the punishments. All the punishments are the same. Again, some you will just be banished from the community, which is, uh, you know, that's horrible. You don't want to be banished from Israel, but you see what I'm saying? Others, it just says you'll be punished. Others, you'll be put to death. Why the difference? Does that mean that one is worse than the other? I don't know. I'll let you guys use, you know what I'm saying, use your interpretation. But that's why reading is, is key. So I just wanted to share that with y'all, okay? I just wanted to share that with y'all. A couple other things before we get into it, because we got to get some business out of the way first. This is the stuff that really matters. I've been in the Word, man. I've been really reading some stuff. I was, um, I was uh, you know, reading, again, in Leviticus 17.7. I was reading in Levit- Leviticus 17:7. 7. It says that the people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to the goat idols. This is a permanent law for them to be observed from generation to generation. Now. A lot of people, you know, we, we even uh, shout out to you guys who participated in the Bible trivia over in the Friends of the Daron Tolbert Show group. Definitely, if you're not in there now, go ahead and um, you know check it out and and add your friends too. Like add your friends to the group so they can you know participate as well. But you know I you know, that's there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff in there a lot of people weren't familiar with, but you know that's what people used to do. So he says you may no, you must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to to goat idols. Well, if you Google, if you go ahead and I posted this on my uh, on the, you know, on my page, if you Google Beyonce, just just put in Beyonce Baphomet, you know, or Beyonce Goat Idol, or Beyonce Demonic Image, or anything you know even remotely close to that, you're going to see a very what's become now a very famous image of Beyonce with the with the image. Of Baphomet, who is basically the goat you know idol, the goat-faced idol that you know a demon that that is worshipped and, and really looked at as you know a a permanent it's like the Jesus of Satanism, you know for the most part so and a lot, a lot of people may say, "Wow, the Bible says that you're not supposed to worship the goat idol. Why would Beyonce be posing with the goat idol?" With bathmat right on her, I mean, I I put it on my page for you all to see. And like I said, if you haven't seen it, just Google exactly what I told you to Google. Why, why would she do that, Courtney? What's the reason for that? Because it
1: shows who and what she stands for. I mean, it's to, to me it's obvious. To you, it's obvious. I mean, that's that's all it's about.
0: Huh? Has so no, hold on, Courtney, to do you tripping? With no, no, Wait, well, you're tripping So what are you saying? You're saying Beyonce worships Satan? What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying
0: I'm
1: sorry <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should have been beating around the bush Yes
0: <laughs> I mean, that's Yes As crazy as that sounds And I, like I said, I don't want to go too deep into it cause, You know what I'm saying? But it is there And I, you know, I want to make you all aware of this stuff This stuff is not hidden anymore You know what I mean? Like it's like very blatant and very out there, and it's actually become quite comical uh, when you look at how blatant and obvious these people are. But um, So there's that. Um, just thought I'd share. Uh, what else can we talk about tonight? Um, I was watching. This is crazy. This was just stupid. You know what I mean? Like this was just ridiculous. Do you watch Courtney um, Marrying the Game?
1: No, I don't.
0: My wife and I have wa- been watching this over the last couple seasons. You know, it's just it's just stupid. We we even did a show, uh, if you guys Google, we, we broadcast it every so often, you know, um, from um, last year on, on Marrying the Game entitled Why Good Girls Date Bad Boys, which is not to say that she's a good girl by any means, but, you know, and, and we talked about that. It was actually a re- very informative show if you guys missed it on um you know on the game and, and and Tiffany and you know their relationship and just you know things that can be learned from from what we see depicted on the on the show but you know I just found it I mean well you don't watch it Courtney maybe you guys out there watch it but you know there was an episode where the game decided to take his his crew and um go paintballing you know, so it was like a whole bunch. You know, they split their team up. You know, different teams. And l- long story short, the loser had to go and get tattoos. He and I thought he was joking. He was like, "All right, yeah, so whoever, whatever team loses, I got to get an L tattooed on you." I'm like, "All right, whatever. Okay, ha ha. Let's go play this paintball. All right, you know, ha ha. Funny, funny." But would you believe that they actually? He actually forced them to get actual tattoos. Every member of the losing team had to get an L tattooed, so one girl got it on her foot, a guy got it, like, on, on, you know, his arm, and uh, I think a girl even got it inside her stupid mouth, like, like, bottom, like, right on her bottom lip. I'm just, can you imagine that people actually do that, Courtney, just because you want to be down with a certain crew? Yeah, that's
1: crazy, because I'm like, how are you going to make someone get a tattoo? Like, that's silly.
0: It's not I mean, it's silly, it's stupid, but to be honest with you, it goes back about fifteen minutes to being gay. I mean, and that's no I'm just saying I mean it's it's to I come from the old school. You don't do that like it's like saying, you know, yo my man, I want you to tattoo my initials on you. Yo, you know you got to get this tattoo. You want to be down with me, you gotta you gotta there's this this fraternity up in college who will remain nameless. Who did some things in my opinion that were very questionable? These brothers wanted to pledge. These young brothers wanted to pledge this fraternity, and so because they wanted to pledge, these guys made them pre-pledge, and in the process, they made them buy. They made them uh, buy the the brothers' uh, guest jeans. Back when guest jeans were real hot, they had. They would, literally went to the mall and bought these dudes clothes. I'm like, yo, that's that's like that's. It's gay You know what I'm saying Like There used to be a time When men were not allowed where people weren't afraid to say Like yo You're not being a man right now You're being feminine That's You know what I'm saying You're not acting masculine We need to get back to that You don't buy other men jeans You don't get something tattooed on you Because a man Another man tells you to do that That's not manly Am I the only real man left in America Courtney I mean what's going on out here
1: it's very few, <laughs> very few out here.
0: It's crazy. I just, I just sit back, man. I just sit back and watch a lot of this stuff and laugh because it's, it's just really ridiculous. You know, tattoos. Go get a tattoo. You know what I mean? Only I mean, I have I, I mean, I, when we got married, I mean I made my wife get my initial ta- initial tattooed on her, but other than that, you know see what I'm saying? That's because she's no, I'm just playing. I never did that. I was about to say,
1: <laughs> when the what' when did <laughs> that happen? Thought she did not have any
0: <laughs> Everybody's like, What?
3: Oh, they getting ready to call
0: in. They getting pissed off right in the moment. They're like, Oh my gosh, what the what this mis masag- pig misogynistic masag- <laughs> masag- pig. This kind of thing I hate him. How could
3: he do that? <laughs> oh
0: man, no, I didn't do that guys. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so don't don't do that, fellas. Don't you know, don't get anybody's initials tattooed on you, don't get anything tattooed. In fact, you know, that's actually one of the one that's in Leviticus also. You know, do not mark your bodies with tattoos. That's right, that's right there in Leviticus. See the, the much of the old testament is basically the law you know, that God has put forth for his people You know, so I, that's why I would say A lot of times people ain't say, you know Well, where are you at in the Bible? They say, well, I'm reading the New Testament I mean, that's all well and good That's Jesus' time And, you know, the life and times of Jesus Christ That's all great But sometimes you just got to go back to the beginning You know, and just, and just work your way forward So I would encourage everybody to do that So much information in there That, that will be so relevant to what's going on today What else, man? What else? A lot of of fakeness out here. Courtney, you got any fake friends?
1: No, I don't, but I used to.
0: (laughs) Right, right. That's, yeah, I I did too, you know. And so, and I would just encourage everybody, you know, if if you guys missed it, you know, we talk a lot on this show about the keys to happiness, you know, the key to 100% emotional availability, but really above all else, just, um, you know, just happiness And you can't, you, it's, your happiness is going to be determined By the people who you surround yourselves with You know, you can't be happy If you have people in your life who do not support you People in your life who claim to be your friend But really are anything but You see what I'm saying? Like you really have to, you know, rid yourself of those people You know, when you look at people, when you know you're trying to do something for the Lord and there are people hating on you and there are people trying to hold you back, then you definitely want to eliminate yourself. Or you have people, you know, discouraging you or making fun of you or anything, you know, of that sort. You got to, one, acknowledge them for who they are and what they are and what they represent in your life. That's not a friend. That's the enemy. That's the devil. Because the devil knows, the enemy knows, that you can't get to where you want to be as long as those people are there. Because a lot of times the whole point of looking at someone as a friend, you know, that means you, you, a part of you values something in them. But if they're saying negative things, and you're, then there's going to be a part of you that you know, that's going to be affected by that. So that's a part of you that's going to prevent you from being 100% emotionally available. Is that the effect that it had on you?
1: Yes. I used to just have just very, I don't even call them friends, I'll just say it for the sake of this conversation, but, um, you know, people that were just very negative, um, you know, they would smile on my face, but then they would talk about me behind my back, just gossip about me, and things that were really hurt me, like things that I was actually going through that was very painful, it was like a joke, and so, yeah, I, I didn't really have, like, real friends. And I didn't know about having people around me that actually supported me and uplifted me, prayed with me, prayed for me. I never knew about that in the past until now.
0: Absolutely. In, in fact, one of the things that I, was gonna, that I said online, in fact, you going right back to Leviticus, it's funny. You know, a lot of people, myself included, have experienced that even recently, you know, fake friends. But look what the Word says. You know, look what the word says over in Leviticus 19.17. It speaks about that. It speaks about faith, friends. You know, but and as we say, you know, you definitely have to eliminate them. You know, you want to acknowledge them for what they are and, you know, what they represent in your life. That being said, Leviticus 19.17 says, do not nurse hatred in your heart for any of your relatives. Confront people directly so you will not be held guilty for their sin. See, because, look, this is what happens. You know, this is what happens. A lot of times, okay, you do, you take my advice, say, all right, cool, that, that's a fake friend. You identify them, you put them in that category, so they're a fake friend. But then the problem with it, and, the, and when I say fake friend, again, we're all, as the word says, we're also talking about family. Because, you know, there's a lot of fake family. I always tell you, a fa- uh, family isn't defined by blood, it's defined by who shows love. And it's a lot of fake family you know who who you know act like they support you and da 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 da, but if you're not careful you will be you you end up talking behind their back, you end up having negative feelings, you know hateful feelings towards them then that but that ends up being you become you know that's your sin now that's why it says confront people directly, otherwise, what are you doing? Gossip you know. So that's why it says, or you will not be held guilty, you know, so you will not be held guilty for their sin. Think about that, Courtney.
1: I love that one. I saw that when you posted that. And, I mean, it's so true. A lot of those problems could be avoided if you just confront them because when you don't and you harbor that, you know, um, unforgiveness, it really does eat at you, and it just causes you to be in a not-so-good place, you know, emotionally, spiritually, whatever.
0: Absolutely, it's just going to mess you up, and and it's not it's not hard to do, you know. And a lot of times, you know, you see people who are afraid of confrontation, or they just don't like certain things. So, you know, sometimes you just got to go ahead and and add, you know put that aside and say, look, you know, this is how I feel. This is what you did. This is how it made me feel. And so, as a result, this is what it is. You know, don't be afraid to cut somebody off. You don't have to cuss them out. You don't have to, you know, fight them. You could just eliminate them from your life and let them know they're eliminated from your life. They say, "Why?" Wow. You don't owe them an explanation, but at the same time, you do what the word says and just, you know, let them know what's up. So there's that, you know, and um, you know, so much stuff, man. I've been it's been a while since, like, you know, how we do every once in a while. We just got to get these shows out, man. So many issues, so many topics that just have to get, you know, discussed. Kind of get, you know, built up over the course of, uh, you know, weeks. So. That's what we're doing tonight. Um, I was watching uh you know, it's all well it was all all over the internet, all over the entertainment news. Everybody's talking about Rihanna. We even mentioned her the other night briefly, but I definitely wanted to talk about it. did you see her see through dress, Courtney?
1: Yes. <laughs> I did. I don't know if that's a dress but <laughs> Yeah, I saw what she had on.
0: Well, And the thing about it is I know we mentioned it the other night, but what i what i what we didn't mention was here's the thing you know everybody was was grieving the death of Maya Angelou and you know talking about how she's a phenomenal woman, and you know just you know all this stuff you know and and you know and and she was i mean there's a lot of great things you know in the community um but my thing is those same people. Those same people on Twitter, those same people on Facebook were talking about how Rihanna looks so sexy and how she, you know, did her thing on the red carpet and you know, the chick is butt naked. So it's like how do you do both? Like how do you look at Maya Angel as being this great woman when Rihanna is everything that Maya Angel fought to get rid of Out of the the black community Out of society in general She was the exact opposite We got to get out of this, this Double mindedness You know we we got to start looking at You know what Is important Who you are what you represent And, and just Go with that You know Kramer, what, what do you think
1: Yeah I mean I, I Definitely agree um, you do have to pick a side. I think, and I can't speak for these people because I don't know them personally, but I just, I say I wonder if, you know, the whole support for my Angelou and, you know, being a phenomenal woman is, you know, what they want to be, but then Rihanna is who they currently are and who they can relate to. So I think that's where the two, you know, different sides come from.
0: Well, yeah, you know, Courtney, you just hit the nail right on the head. I mean, that's actually exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. You know, people say, all right, well, I want this. You know, but a lot of times, unfortunately, you know, people do not feel like they can achieve that, so they settle for what they feel like they can have at that point in their life. For many women, you know, Rihanna, I mean, she was emotionally, sexually abused. She spoke about that, which is, you know, obviously, you know, you can, um, it's funny, I was um, watching an interview with her, I mean, she did an interview in GQ magazine a couple of years ago where she talked about how she was sexually abused and, and the effect that that had on her and, and and even how a lot of her sexuality to this day, you know, comes from as a result of being uh, molested. But I was watching an interview with uh, her recently. I forget who it was that I was interviewing, but they were just saying, oh, like, yo, that's a... You know, that, that gown was a little uh, revealing. She was like, oh, yeah, making laughing, laughing it off, da da da. And she was just like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I came from a very uh, abusive household. And so I wasn't able to, I forget what she said exactly, but I'm paraphrasing. She was just saying something to the effect of she wasn't able to really defend herself physically back then when she was a little kid being you know, abused. So she would defend herself or express herself through her wardrobe so she said that sexuality was always a part of her you know her her style you know and her, and just who she was because it was her defense it was it was like it was an interview i, I want to say maybe the view, not the view but maybe like access hollywood one of those stupid shows that interviews but it was like it was the the week of you know the the red carpet where she wore that dress and it's just it's just very sad several years ago we did a show on rihanna we did a show on uh Sherry Shepherd, where we just talked about you know the you know from start to finish, and if you you know get some time, go back and listen to the archives of that I mean, It was several years ago but um you know it was, it was, I remember both of those shows being very um you know very good and very informative um about how a lot of women in today's society can relate you know we 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 talk a lot about how many women today have been you know grew up without a father. Grew up in abusive, sexually abusive, uh, emotionally abusive situations, and um, you know it, it's unfortunate. And so, and how that ultimately causes them to have to struggle, you know, to struggle with relationships, to struggle with self-esteem insecurity, you know, and things like that. So, um, you know, she's no, she's not so different, you know, from many women out here. I mean, she's not. You know how many women have gone through, you know, a really bad, you know, and tumultuous, maybe even abusive relationship in their early twenties, and then developed an f love type of mentality as she as she did when she talked, sat down with uh, Barbara Walters, and said that she's done with men, she's done with love, you know, and that was like really right after that's when her just she just started having sex with everybody, started wilding out, showing her nipples and booty out. It was just like that, but you know. How how many of y'all maybe have gone through that that stage, you know, been through a bad breakup, you know, ended up having maybe you gave your heart to somebody for two three years, found out he was cheating on you, maybe he put his hands on you. Next thing you know, you were done with men, but then you really weren't so done with men. You end up having sex with somebody, and then somebody, else, and then somebody else, and then somebody else, and then somebody else, and then somebody else, and then you see what I'm saying. I mean, how many who can relate to that? A lot, a lot of women can relate to it, believe me. You know, I know, Courtney, you, that's not something you've actually ever, you know, done from a sexual standpoint, but, I mean, the overall F-love mentality, is that ever something that you uh, you adopted?
1: Yes, I I did. I was just very angry and upset. And I was tempted to become promiscuous and to start having a lot of sex, but um I didn't, but what I did was, you know, I would turn to just partying a lot and, and drinking and just say, you know what, I, I don't want to be, you know, with these men, but at least I still have my girls. We can hang out and get drunk and party and have fun. And it was just a horrible, horrible way to live. I was just so unhappy. I would come home after partying and just being drunk, and I would sometimes I'd cry myself to sleep because I wasn't happy.
0: Right. And that's the key. And just going back briefly to our conversation about friendships, you got to look at, you know, friend, when you're going through something, okay, like Courtney, you said you were going out, you know that you weren't happy. A friend is someone who you can really lean on in those times to, to you know, to pick you up, to one, understand with a non judgmental, you know, shoulder to cry on, you know, an ear to listen. And, and say, wow, you know, I, I feel you. I may not be able to relate, but I'm here for you if you need to talk. And or, hey, look, I'm like Courtney said, I was, I'm thinking about going having sex with, you know, these guys just because my, I'm hurting and or whatever. That, that that friend is someone who doesn't say, okay, cool, girl, go. On, let me go get my, you know, my weave did, you know, and do all this other stuff, you know, put on the freakum dress and what club we have No, that's not a friend. A friend is someone who says, hey, look, you know what. That's not the best way to do it Let me come here Let me pray with you real quick You know Let's go to this This Bible study tonight You know I got somebody Who you might need To want to talk to You know He's a counselor Or something You know That's a friend And one of the things That I said online Is that When you look at friends Yeah I'll tell you all a quick story My dad Was in uh, The army You know uh, Growing up And uh, he was in Vietnam And uh you know, he used to tell us a lot of stories. You know about that. But one thing, one of the stories that he told us was that, uh, you know, when he was in the, you know, when you're a private, you know, you you just chill with your homies, you you know, your fellow soldiers, and you know, in the mess hall and telling stories and going for some R and R, doing all types of different things. You know, you're having your fun, you're doing your dirt, you're wilding out, joking around. But when you, if you guys are familiar with that, when you get promoted, okay. You don't stay in that platoon, you know. I'm not sure if I'm using the right word, but they transfer you out. Why? Because you're not going to be looked at the same way, or I shouldn't say that. You're going to be looked at the same way. You're not going to really be viewed as, you know, a sergeant or a lieutenant, you know what I'm saying, or whatever your 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 rank is you know, by the same people who you just got finished drinking beer, getting drunk with, or doing whatever with. So they transfer you out. That's, that's common practice in the military. You see you, know, you can't supervise now the same people who you used to just be on their level. That's why they transfer you out. The point of that story is <clears throat> is that a lot of times when you're going out partying, having sex, drinking, you got your group of friends Okay, you most likely, 90% of the time, are going to have to cut those friends off if and when you decide that you want to start living for Jesus Christ. People are not going to understand. your, You know, they can relate to your past, but they have no idea about what you're talking about when you start talking about your future, especially if they're not there. You see what I'm saying? You're not going to be able to keep those same friends. A lot of times people want to keep the same friends but then expect to be viewed as differently. I thought it was possible. You see what I'm saying? It's like, okay, yeah, we did X, Y, and Z back in 2002, but, you know, now this is 2014. This is who I am now. Let's, you know, you want to hang out, it's not really the same, especially if they're, not, if they're still how they were in 2002. You see what I'm saying? You can't do that. So you've got to cut those friends off. And one of the things I said online is that if you're unsure about whether or not somebody is your friend or not, then that basically means that they're not. You ever notice, Courtney, how when you have a true friend, you guys are just about on most things, which really defines a friendship, you're going to be on one accord with?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, whether it's spiritually, whether it's mentally, Emotionally Like you're not You see what I'm saying Like that's what defines Friendship Is the fact That y'all can really Vibe on a certain level But when you have to Really sit back and Like whoa I'm not talking about If you like the Spurs And I like the Heat Or we have a disagreement I'm not talking about that I'm talking about On the on the things that Like me and Oshel. We're friends Because spiritually Obviously we're on the same page I just got finished Beating him in Street Fighter yesterday Actually I'm lying He beat me For the first time In 20 years That's cool Whatever Beat me in NBA Live, to, or to, excuse me, 2K. That's cool. There's a first time for everything. But you see what I'm saying? That's, that's you know what I mean? That's what a friendship is. But when you guys are disagreeing about fundamental things, and that person is hating on you, that person is, you know, trying to undermine you, that person is jealous of you, well then, and you're sitting there trying to think back, like, wait a minute, is this really my friend? Well, guess what that means? according what does that mean
1: That means no they are not
0: your friend Right, right. And and that's okay though I think that you know sometimes we look at relationships or friendships and say well they've been there for so long so it's just a given that that's your friend But there's a time and a place for everybody everybody has a time everybody has a season You know sometimes you got that season season has to change You know, I mean, you look at even if you look at this show, this show has seasons, you know, this how many seasons have you guys seen with this show? I would encourage y'all to just pray for the show. The show is under attack. You know what I mean? I mean, really, if you just look at the last several years, you look at, I mean, it's just, I'm still just in in awe and and just, I mean, shocked and, and, you know, I don't even know what you want to call it, I mean, From from a desperate death perspective, you know the you know two people who I who I've probably viewed as most like myself than any two people that I've ever met in my entire life. Virgil and Marv, like Osho and I are friends, but me and Osho are not alike. You guys feel what I'm saying? We're actually opposites, but we you know obviously. Both have the most important thing in common Which is which is we love God You see what I'm saying But like when you look at people like Virgil You know what I'm saying There was no one You guys I mean like No two people who I I looked at really him As like wow This is like my twin You know people like Marv Me and Marv would sit up You know and just bust it up After the shows, Talking about crazy stuff That we can't even share on the show You know what I'm saying And, and so both people Within a two year period Died you see, Which is crazy And then you look back And I don't want to get too into detail But I would just ask everybody You know, to just pray for Gerald Howard You know, who's going through some things Our other former co-host of this show You know, some stuff that was You know, I couldn't even believe when I heard about it But I would just say, you know, pray for him You know, but it just goes to show you That the enemy is alive The enemy is, you know Is intimidated by what we have going on here Clearly, I mean it's, that's not even a question. I mean, am, am I lying, Courtney? No, no.
1: But you know, the just shows you know we're we're making a difference, changing lives, and that's the that's the good part.
0: Yeah, man, it's crazy out here. I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, pray for him, pray for Marv's family, pray for Virgil's family, and pray for all the other past, uh, you know, co-hosts of the, uh, you know, of the show. And pray for our future. You know what I mean? Because we ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Trust me. You know what I mean. But uh, what else? I w- definitely, we're still going to talk about long distance dating. You know, but before we get into because I, I, there's a lot that I want to say about that. We want to do some emotional availability pop quizzes. We want to talk about uh, a couple other ask date on advice questions that were submitted by you guys out there. Um, but before we do long distance dating. Can we talk about astrology for a second Courtney,
2: yeah, go ahead
0: <clears throat> now I know we talked when we were talking about <clears throat> excuse me uh b- between brothers with me and osho you know, on sunday night we, t- we we got it you know where we looked at how astrology horoscopes can be used as many people's golden calf, you know that is something that is very common as far as using that as a way to. Um, turn your back on God. Seek alternative forms of advice, you know, other than the Bible, other than spiritual counsel. Um, but one of the things that I posted on Facebook this morning it was crazy because again, I was in Leviticus, you know, which is really, which, you know, what do they say? They, they commercial say we've got an app for that. Well, Leviticus has, you know, a law for that. You know, if you look at, you know, what what the Bible, you know, what God put forth. Um, I said online this morning I said that you know and follow me too. If you guys aren't following me on Facebook at Daydon, you know, Twitter at Daydon, Instagram at Daydon, you know, YouTube as Dadon, you know, follow me, subscribe, just so you can keep up with a lot of these, you know, these discussions and these uh um, you know, these topics that we'll all end up, you know, talking about, you know, here on the show. But online there's a lot of information I put forth um but I said before you read your horoscope this morning, consider what God says about astrology and other forms of sorcery and witchcraft. See, I think a lot of the problem with this is a lot of people don't really view it like that. They say, well, yo, are you into magic? Are you into sorcery? Are you into witchcraft? You're like, what? I'm like, nah, no, I'm not into that crap. Like, right? what are you talking about? But they say, oh, you, what's your sign? Like, oh, I'm a tor-. Well, I'm a Scorpio. Ooh, you a Scorpio. Like, what is that? Called? You ever notice people say that? Like, oh, you a Scorpio. They get all horny and They start, they start <laughs> thinking about sex. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Freaks out here, man. What's so, I'm not into it. I'm not really. You know, what I'm saying like I don't even know what. But what's the? Why, why do Scor? What's, what's the? What's the significance of Scorpios? I don't know. Come on, All no, I you know. know. Just... Don't no, you know. Come on, you know. <laughs> what's the significance I've... of? What's the sexual significance of Scorpios?
1: Um, I don't know. They're good in the bedroom. I think.
0: I think Courtney, will you stop it? Don't now act like back no. in the day you didn't know every freaking sign out there and what its significance for. Why are you trying to front?
2: Yeah, yeah. Now those, those are
0: the,
1: the freaks.
0: But yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. So, but that's what I'm saying. When people look at astrology, they're not looking at it like that. Well, let let's look at what the word says. What the word says is, and this is, I put this on my Facebook page. I said. Men and women who act as mediums or who consult the spirits of the dead must be, must be put to death by stoning. They are guilty of a capital offense. Leviticus twenty twenty seven. See, See, a lot of people don't know. You ever watch that show Medium on NBC a long time ago? that was i didn't watch it but you know i know what it was about basically it was about a woman who channeled you know the spirits you know who channeled and uh, remind me that when you channel stuff channel energy you hear a lot of people it's become very sexy to talk about the universe and to talk about spirits and to talk about all this other stuff you know a lot of people are getting into yoga you know, and I would I would really next time. Uh, matter of fact, mark your calendars. Me and Osha were talking today, the 29th. I believe that's a Sunday. That's the next Between Brothers live Between Brothers. Put it on your calendars right now. It's going to be crazy. But I'm, I'm going to let him go into detail about yoga, you know, and other forms of channeling spirits because that's what they do. You ever hear people chanting? Um, Oh, breathe in and believe and embrace <laughs> the universe and the spirits. Uh, just be at one, be at peace. Allow the energy to overtake you and the spirits to embrace oh you. Like all oh, this, oh, you, you ever heard of stuff like that?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Well, yeah. You, you heard of it? I oh, you, you, you. You mean you did it?
1: No, I didn't say that. No, I didn't. I've never done
0: yoga. Oh, okay. All right. Just check. Mm-hmm. Just check. <laughs> <laughs> trying to play me. <laughs> I try to catch you. I try to catch you. But a lot of y'all have. It's become very sexy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, like a lot of people are really talking about it and you know, and, and into it because it's the popular thing to do. But it's not when you start channeling stuff that is not of God, What do you think you're channeling? What energy do you think you're channeling? It's it's the same type of energy that when Moses was trying to prove his point to the Pharaoh, okay, and the Pharaoh had his sorcerers and magicians do the same exact things that Moses did. You see, remember when Moses was letting Pharaoh know and God was saying, all right, well, look, do this, do that? He said the Pharaoh, he had his people do the same exact things. So it's not to say that you can't do those things. It's not to say that there's no truth to them. It's not to say that something can't be right or give you an accurate reading. You know, oh let me read your hand. Let's do these tarot cards. Let me, you know, read my look into my crystal ball. Hey, I don't I never did anything like that but and I funny thing is I've actually been tempted to, not because I actually you believe it but just to look into these people's eyes and be like yo you know you're crazy right like you know what I'm saying you really you uh, yeah but yeah you it's not of god is the point okay you're channeling stuff you know it, it doesn't just cuz somebody can tell you what number you're thinking of or what happened to you last night well i'm sure they can you know, because the devil does have certain abilities. I'm not going to say he has power, but he has certain abilities. But it's not of God, and it's not greater than God. So nothing that these horoscopes can tell you, nothing that these mediums can tell you, you know, oh, I want to learn who, how my, my great-grandfather died. You know, I want to know did he suffer? Be- oh, so let's go to this medium. I was watching some show. I think the Kardashians did some crap like that. You know, a lot of these people do. Like I said, it's become very popular. But, again, what the Word says is that back in the day, if you consulted them, you must be put to death. Not Forget, it says, if you act as one or if you consult them. That's like, so if you go get your palm read, if you go and look up your horoscope, according to the Old Testament, Look, fortunately for us, we're under grace, but if we were in the Old Testament times, you would have been stoned to death for even participating. That's why I said, think of, you know, before you open up that newspaper or, or check out that application on your phone that tells you your horoscope every morning. I know y'all got those on y'all phones. You better go to uninstall you know, quick. You know what I'm saying? You better go, right, go to settings, you know, and click on uninstall quick right now. Because that's not all it says It says over in Leviticus 26 You know 20 verse 6 I will turn against those This is crazy right here Who commit spiritual prostitution By putting their trust in mediums Or in those who consult the spirits of the dead? I will cut them off from the community So set yourselves apart to be holy For I am the Lord your God. Keep all my decrees by putting them into practice, for I am the Lord who makes you holy. This is crazy right here. It says, I will turn against those, which basically means he's facing you. He's trying to help you. He's here with you. But if you consult someone other than God, you prostitute yourself, it says you don't commit spiritual prostitution. He's going to turn away from you. He's here for you to give you advice, to give you guidance. But if you say, hey, look, God, I don't really want your help, but I want to choose this horoscope. I want to, you know, see what this Scorpio is about or whatever. You put your trust in that stuff. Well, then it says you're cut off. You're cut off from the community. Now, if you look at the biblical times of you know, that era, you know the community was was God's chosen people who he was leading into the promised land He was leading them to the promised land, so if you consulted someone of you know like a medium or you know a psychic or any of that crap, well then that means you were cut off from the community. Well, if you were cut off from the chosen people, well then where does that leave you? It leaves you nowhere
3: right. you know what I
0: mean like if you're not with the chosen people, then you would the devil's people or whoever You're just in the world Naked With no protection So all I'm saying You know A lot of times You know A lot of people are not familiar With these scriptures And I'm not I'm not, you knocking on But that's what we're here for This is a new type of Bible study This is a new type of You know Church You feel what I'm saying I mean I'm just being real This is unorthodox But sometimes You know Trying times You know Call for very desperate measures We got to get the word out here to these people If it means talking about sex If it means talking about astrology You know, whatever then You know, relationships, dating If that's what it takes to get people into the word and to show them some of this other stuff, then, hey, I mean, is that, I mean, your pastor might be afraid to do it, but I'm not afraid to do it. I know Courtney's not afraid. Osho surely isn't afraid. Osho, man, he, he makes me uncomfortable sometimes. He, he'd be wanting to pray <laughs> in the middle of the street. <laughs> I'd be mean, like, whoa, Osho.
2: I'd be like, chill, man. <laughs> <You> no, <know?
0: laughs> nah, nah, I'm just saying, that's where you want to be. That's where I need to be. That's where we all need to be. You know, I'm like me yeah, and Osh, we'd be up in Dave and Buster's. Like, yo, Osh, let's let's go watch the Super Bowl. Let's go, go go to the sports bar or something. You know, just the Dave, you know, champs or something. You know, watch the watch the game. He'd be like, all right, let's all right, hold up, man, let's uh stand in the middle of the screen and let's uh hold hands and pray for over the food. I'm like, Oh, we we in the sports bar, man. No nah, but no, nah, I'm serious. He will do that, but I'm not joking. <laughs> 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 Gotta love him. But but that's what's up though I, That is what is up Believe me That's where I want to be That's where Courtney wants to be That's where we all need to be I'm just saying So don't You guys get it by now There's that I mean, That's really all I wanted to say about it You know what I mean What else can you really say about astrology I mean It's not It's nothing in, the, in any of that That is more powerful than what God can tell you if you open up the Bible, if you pray. And but here's the thing, Courtney, you know about this. You got to eliminate the sin first, because you can't. You see, sin separates you from God, and that's the problem. A lot of people are turning to the horoscopes. They say I'm praying and I'm praying and praying and praying and praying, but I'm not. But I don't. I'm not, I don't hear God. He's not talking to me. But you just got finished watching the porn last night, so how are you going? To, you just got finished turning it off. You know what I mean? Like the money shot just went on, off the screen. And now you want to pray. I mean, why are you laughing, Courtney? Come on. I mean, y'all know. I mean, come on. Who hasn't watched some porn? I mean, we can, we can, we got to talk about this stuff. We can't be afraid to talk about it. So now you want to pray. Now you want you want to hear from God. You just got finished having sex. He just left your crib, but you want to ask, God. Okay, show me if, if if is he the one for me. But you, you, you your leg is still trembling after what he just did to you, but you want to hear from God. How are you going to hear from God when you're still thinking about sex? Sin separates you from God, so you're not going to hear from God. Is that a little too real for the people?
1: No, no. They they need to hear that because it's the truth.
0: Well, it's the, oh, you, oh, you know it's the truth, Courtney. You know what I mean? You ever been separated <laughs> from God? Yes. Yes, I have. I know Couldn't I hear I from him
1: at all. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: You don't hear from you don't hear from, you don't hear anything, and so that's why people turn to the horoscopes because they need, they're going through something and they need, they need information now. You know, they want information now, but because they're not hearing from God, then they have to, they turn to other things. But you don't have to do that. All you got to do is, is eliminate the sin, and then you, and get in the Word, and take your mind off of yourself and start trying to help others, and then you'll be good. You know, you'll hear you'll hear from God all you want. So it is what it is. Um, but what do you say, Courtney? Shall we shall we talk about long-distance relationships for a little bit?
3: Yes.
1: I'm ready to talk think about, about it. Yeah, what
0: do you think about it? Have you ever been in one? Do you advise it? Are you cool with that?
1: So, no, no, I've never been in one. Um, would I advise it? No, not for a long period of time. So what I mean by that is if you're going to do it, I feel like it has to be, you know, something where you two will be close to each other. Or Basically someone will have to, you know, relocate eventually. But, you know, being separated for a long period of time, no.
0: Right. no. Right. Here's the thing. What's a long period of time, though?
1: I mean, like a year or two. I mean, I feel like that's a long time. Unless, here's my thing, unless it's a thing where, you know, that person is coming out to see you and vice versa. You know, that's a different situation. But then you have people that are strung along. They don't see them for two years, but they're still in a long-distance relationship. So,
2: yeah.
0: Right. Here's the thing. This is is what I'm going to say to you all, you know, about that you know long, do i have a pro- first of all i've been in a long distance relationship you know before and it was actually you know it was not it was not a problem i mean it was challenging but i think you know funny thing is even more so than regular relationships traditional relationships long distance relationships can actually be more emotionally fulfilling than regular relationships and i, I say that because a lot of times when you're a, you know accessible to someone you can see them whenever you want. Just get up and get in your car, drive to see them, spend all day with them, all night with them. You know, you don't really necessarily appreciate them as much. In fact, you guys, um, you know, who, who've done private counseling with me, you know, we talk a lot about what I call voluntary time apart. And uh, if you guys haven't got my CD yet, get my two-disc CD, uh, What Women Need to Know But Don't Want to Hear, which is available at trctoday.com. A lot of great information, two two whole discs of uh non-stop information but on that uh to CD from a few years ago is is um you know I talk a lot about voluntary part excuse me voluntary time apart which is basically let's say me and Courtney are dating you know let's say the time that we could be together okay like say she goes to work I go to work we could be together at night the voluntary time apart would be me choosing to go out with my friends, her choosing to go out with her friends. We could be together, but we're choosing to spend that time apart. What that will do is that will keep the relationship fresh, and that will keep us, you know, and that will actually make us appreciate the time that we spend together, you know, more valuable. You know, what, 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 what usually does, most people don't have voluntary time apart, which is actually why the relationships uh, fail or one of the reasons why they fail and which they will do is they will be together every waking hour of the, the day. And then even when they're not together, it will be because not because they're choosing not to be together, but because they can't be together because there's work or there's school or there's whatever. That's going to, you're going to, you're going to mess everything up. You ever dated somebody like that? Quentin was just like, look, y'all were just, every chance you got, you were with them.
1: Yes, yes. Just like all that work the time, out? it didn't. <laughs> it didn't at all.
0: Right. And it I mean, never will.
1: Is, you, get, you get
0: sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. You you get sick, and it's funny because it just creeps up on you. You don't even see it happening. You know, you 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 know, you're, you're with them. You're you're chilling. You know, having sex. Laughing, joking, ordering pizza, sleeping in, more sex. Y'all, I mean, come on, y'all know how it goes. I mean, you know, a lot of especially a lot of those college, um, you know, relationships or situations. You know, you just don't even go to class. Might have two classes scheduled. You might go to one and just be with them the whole rest of the day, the night. You know, I believe I've been to I believe I know everything. I've done it all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then you, next thing you know, you're arguing every every freaking day next thing you know you you break up Well, because you never what's well, a number of things, but a big part of it is you just never had that voluntary time apart so I say all that to say in regards to long distance relationships you 're going to have that time apart, and so the time that you do get to spend together you 're going to you 're going to see a lot more it 's going to mean more it's going you 're going to appreciate it more so that is often the case in fact, I think back I used to have an ex girlfriend who um you know, I I was in Philly and, you know, she was at uh at Penn State and uh, you know, I would drive up there like, you know, I think at one point I drove up there like five straight consecutive weekends. Anybody who knows about Penn State is about three and a half hours from Philly. So, you know what I'm saying? It was uh you know, it was cool. You know, but I mean that wasn't the reason why things didn't go but you see what I'm saying? That wasn't the problem. The distance wasn't the problem. If if people if both people are committed to the relationship and both, both people want it to work, then, that, then it will work. And it can be successful. So that's the first thing. Both people have to be committed to it. But the second thing, and really the most important uh, component of a long-distance relationship, is that it has to have an expiration date. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean, you can't you, – if you say, all right, you're in California, I'm here in Philly, well, all right, yeah, we, we might be able to make this work. I mean, it's going to be tough, but we can, we can do it. But it can't be forever. Like, we need to have some conversations about, all right, well, what's the plan? All right, so we're going to save up in three years. You know, I'll move out there, you know, six months. We'll start the process getting you – Moved out here Or whatever the situation is You know And and that's So that you can You have to have something To look forward to If you don't have anything To look forward to Then eventually The distance is going to be A problem It can't be You know Just indefinite What do you think about that?
1: Yeah I agree That's what I'm saying Like somebody Would have to relocate So I don't see How it would work otherwise
0: I mean yeah Yeah clearly I mean somebody Has to do something Something has to changed. So, but, so there's that aspect of it. Um, Another thing is, um, you know, absence is going to make the heart grow fonder. You know, if you don't miss that person, you don't have an opportunity to miss that person. I mean, how can you, you know, one of the things that, you know, when me and my wife were even starting to get to, uh, you know, know each other, you know, I would be going out and, you know, I, I tell you all the time, there were times where we, I'd be out, but we'd be texting each other Calling each other, you know, different things, you know And so it was just like, wait a minute I I really don't even want to be out here I'd rather be, you know, there So I would, you know, you see what I'm saying? So after that, it was like, what's the point? And so I think that's, you know, absence That absence will make the heart grow fonder Um, So, I mean, I'm saying that to say it's Obviously a long-distance situation wouldn't be ideal But if it has to happen, it can be successful Is my point um, they're also going to show you how committed both people are. You know, if one, like if you, you know, you're out there in California, let's say I'm out here in Philly, and, you know, you're like, all right, what's up, when can I see you? But you're like, oh, one guy's like, the guy's like, I-, I don't know, I'll let you know, or, you know, or he's supposed to come out, then at the last minute he cancels, All oh, my money isn't right. Well, it's just like, wait a minute, you're not committed. You know, I mean, we're doing this, but, I want to see you, I'm willing to make the necessary arrangements, but you're not willing to do the same, well, then obviously it's not going to, you know, that's not going to work out. But, uh, what else? Uh, I mean, so the, I mean, honestly, those would probably be the biggest components of a long-distance relationship, the commitment, the time apart, absence making the heart grow finer, having an expiration date on it, you know, making plans for the future. I mean, now would I? Let me ask you, Courtney. If you if you met somebody, let's say online, and you just had a really crazy connection with them, could you see yourself trying to make it work? I mean, realistically. Yes. So you would date somebody out in California if you're in Chicago? Yes, I would. Interesting. So would you move out? Would you be prepared to move out there? Yes, I would. What are you psycho? <laughs>
1: F? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Time out. No, no. I mean, I I don't see anything wrong with relocating. Yet. I mean, to me, it's it's no other choice. Like, if you see a future with them, and it's clear that you know the relationship is progressing, why not?
0: Right. And you don't that's,
1: know where you know. People, I'm sorry.
0: No, 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 not control. I mean, you're right. Everything you're saying is right. That's it. That's exa- I was just, that was just like a little trick. That's the that's the whole point. If you see, and you should be, you should be, if you, if you, listen, love comes in all types of forms, different races, different, you know, cities, states, whatever, you know. So if you feel like you have true love with somebody or the potential for true love, then, I I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to go with it. I mean, you got to pray and, and, you know, and you got to go with it. Um, Yes. So there's that. Uh, But then, see, a lot of times people, you know, I posted this on Facebook uh, earlier today. A lot of times you're you're not understanding how that man is viewing you, you know. So it's like one of the things I said online was I said, ladies, you can't dress like a freak and expect a man to look at you like a wife. See, that's where a lot of the problems start, where, you know, when you talk about long-distance relationships, you know, a lot of times the women are dealing with these men, but the men are giving them the cap up. You know, they're just saying, oh, yeah, you, you, you know, you're sexy, and I want to be with you, da-da-da-da. But you know how you're putting yourself out there. Like, you know you've been sending him some pictures. You know you've been Skyping with him. You know, uh, what's that, uh, Tango and, and FaceTime. You know what y'all been doing. So you're putting yourself out there from you know on a sexual level because you think that's what he needs, that's what he wants, to stay, you know, interested in you. But you doing those things is actually taking you out of the category that you need to be in for him to be able to show you that true commitment. <clears throat> see, what happens is, and this is a, lot of, a lot of women, this is the funny thing, a lot of women, they say, oh, yeah, well, I'm in a long-distance relationship. I say, well, how long y'all been together? <clears throat> or I say, well, we're not really together, but we've been talking, but you know what I'm saying, I'm probably going to go out there and see him, and then we're going to take things. No, that's not a relationship. That's you taking a road trip or a flight, and and him having sex with you, because that's because you see what I'm saying, Courtney. That's how it always happens. It usually happens. You know, you're dealing with somebody, you're talking to somebody who lives far away, and their what's going on in their mind is, I darn sure ain't paying for a plane ticket to go see her. So let me cap her head up and let me tell her what she wants to hear so I can get her to pay for that plane ticket. When she gets out here, oh, yeah, that's right, we're not together, so I'm going to sleep on the couch and you're going to sleep in the bedroom and we're but we're going to have all this fun during the day, but when it comes time to go to sleep, we're going to sleep. Come on, come on. Does that work, Courtney?
1: No. This reminds me, I was talking to a guy out of state. And it was kind of the same thing. Like he would try to get me to come up to see yeah. him, and I I realized that he just wanted sex because when I would bring up, you know, him coming to Chicago, he would make up excuses. <laughs> oh,
0: of course. So, that would be yeah. Ladies, let me just tell y'all something. If a man is viewing you in a sexual manner, he's not taking you out to dinner, let alone paying $300, $600 for a round trip ticket. That would just be Asinine To say the least You know I mean there's no I couldn't even just say stupid That would be like The stupidest thing A man could possibly do Is view a woman Solely for sex But then come out Of his pocket Hundreds of dollars For a a plane ticket Or even a full tank of gas You know It's men who won't even Drive across the city For something I was one of those men Back in the day I wouldn't even drive Across the city Let alone You know Going out of state Just to see somebody that I knew I wasn't feeling. There's no point in doing that. You know, but then again, I was that guy, like I said, who traveled three and a half hours like five consecutive weekends because that's because the feelings were real. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, and in fact, I meant to tell you I was in my car and uh I, I was listening a song came on and uh it was Percy Slay. When a man loves a woman. Y'all see, see Courtney's a little young for that. A lot of y'all are a little young. Y'all don't know anything about Percy Sledge, okay? <laughs> right? Y'all y'all don't You see what I'm saying that's not what your 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 you know what you're familiar with, but we're going to do a show. Many of you may remember, and I think I mentioned it the other night. We're going to be doing one of the next live shows you're going to do you're going to hear is the 2014 version cuz we did one back in what? 2010, 2009. Entitled When a Man Loves a Woman But it's time to do another show On what it looks like What it feels like When a man loves a woman When a man truly loves you When a man truly sees a future with you When a man would do anything for you When he'd spend his last dime Y'all can't even get a man to buy you A, 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 a Frosty from Rita's You know, a chocolate custard a two. You see what I'm saying? You can't even get him to be seen in public with you, let alone spend his last dime on you. You ever had a man spend his last dime on you, Courtney? No. Mm-mm. I spent my last dime before. You see what I'm saying? Maybe I'll tell y'all that story on the show. But but so look out for that though. But you see what I'm saying? It takes certain things to get to be viewed in that way, and which which is where we what we have Here, night in and night out, seven nights a week, 365 days a year on the Daydon Talbert Show, which is basically preparing you ladies, the only show in the world, understand that, that prepares you ladies to be found by the man that God has for you. You understand that? And so look out for that show where we're going to break everything down. We did it once before, but we're going to go deeper. We're going to get more in detail, more in depth. And, um, you know, really break down what it looks like when a man truly loves women. I meant to tell you all that earlier, but, yeah, that's going to be one of the next live shows. Are you looking forward to that show, Courtney?
1: Yes, I am. It's going to be a good one.
0: Right. But, yeah, you can't dress like a freak and expect – you can't come out the house looking like Rihanna and expect to be taken seriously. Rihanna – we were talking about the definition of a dime, um, you know, the other night. When, uh, shout out to the Barbershop Talk crew. We did that show – couple months ago where we talked about the definition of a diamond you know Rihanna was um, in fact we were talking about Maya I think last the last time we were live and um, you know how a lot of guys you know really liked how she looked and uh, Rihanna was one of those women for me I, I can't it seems like a million years ago but when she first came out I mean, I, I mean just from a, a natural beauty standpoint I just thought she was absolutely gorgeous but it's just like amazing even if it, now you google like when she first came out, you know, like how she looked, just that innocence, that beauty, just a very attractive, beautiful woman. But, I mean, now, it's just like she looks like a demon. She's just disgusting. Like she looks dirty and nasty and just horrible. I'm just like, wow, I can't. It's amazing how, you know, time and sex and drugs, you know, will, will have that, take that toll on you. She doesn't even look the same. Um, and it has nothing to do with age, because you look at beautiful women who are, you know, who are just aging wonderfully, you know, because they're not bogged down with all that uh, that baggage. And so, um, but yeah, I would just say, ladies, if, if I could give you any advice, just, you know, don't let men make you look disgusting. Some of y'all are really beautiful. Some of y'all are really attractive because of what you've done and what you allow yourself to go through with these men. You know, some of y'all are 35, look like you're 56, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know, I mean, that's real, and it's not too late, you know, all you have to do is get rid of that baggage, you'll feel 10 times lighter. In fact, we'll also be doing our show on soul ties, you know, and the effects of them, we'll be talking about generational curses, and, um, you know, you just got to leave all that stuff alone, man, leave these men alone. Um, what else though, but yeah, so that can't, you can't dress like a freak, you can't have sex like a freak, you can't have sex at all, period, but you know, expect men to look at you as a wife. In fact, one of the things I said before was that, ladies, you never have to worry about a man putting you second in his life when you make a habit of putting God first in yours. How deep is that, Courtney? Oh,
1: I like that one. I like that one. I came up sense. with that in
0: my sleep. Yeah, I come, I come up with these in my sleep, man. You know what I mean? Like that. Some I was just sitting back and reflecting. You know, some of these stuff I'll just put out there. You know, to hopefully bless somebody. But yeah, I mean, literally, I just woke up. and was like, "Wow, you know what? That, that's that, that's pretty deep. That's insightful. So let me let me share that." But it's real, because what happens is a lot of times people, you know, what I'm saying like women, they they are stressing themselves out. They're feeling upset because these men are not putting them first in their lives, but they're not putting God in, in their lives. You know, first in their lives They don't have God in their lives And they're certainly not putting God first in their lives And so what ha- that's what you And so when you and But when you do The good news is that When you do put God first in your life You don't have to worry about that Because God isn't going to send you somebody Who's not going to put you first Or who's going to cheat Or who's going to, you know, be a bastard In fact Shout out to everybody who tuned in I know we weren't live last night But, you know, how many of y'all actually tuned in Last night to our special on um, how to avoid dealing with a low-down, dirty bastard. That was an all-time classic show. A lot of y'all, the, your baby's dad is a bastard. The guy you're having sex with tonight is a bastard. Your ex-boyfriend, your husband is a bastard. Right? I mean, keep it real. So you might want to listen to that, the archives of that show on how to avoid dealing with those types of men. You know, the deadbeats, the cheaters, the liars, the dogs, the abusers. There's a blueprint on how to avoid those guys. That's why we do these shows. You know, I don't know if y'all know, man, obviously we're live tonight, but, <clears throat> you know, every show I rebroadcast is going to be a classic show. <clears throat> I only rebroadcast, about, I mean, you know, I like every show, really, but you see what I'm saying? Like, you, there's no night that you should not be listening to the show. Shout out to all the women who tell me, like, yo, you know, they, I'm not I'm I, I listening. I listen like three shows today. I'm just trying to get caught up. I want to listen to all of the shows, and yeah, I, I respect that. Those are going to be the women that that make the progress. Those are the women who end up sending me the wedding invitation. You know, I've gotten a lot of invitations to weddings. Some of I've, I've attended. Some I haven't got a chance to. But you know, if you're single right now, we get listen. You can do three things: listen to the show every night, get private counseling reach out, call 855 55 Don, info at com. You know, get the relationship with God together. Cut out the sex. Cut out the losers. You know, and just, you know, fellowship with the other, you know, Christian women out there. Get some true spiritual friends. And, like, you know, give yourself, you know, a couple months, several months, you'll be found by the man that God has for you. The problem is most women don't do those things, and then they wonder why, they're not having the progress that other women are, are having, you know. So definitely, you don't know, do it. Uh, but what else, though? So there's that. Um, in fact, I said online, uh, just in regards to that, when you're dealing with the man that God has for you, there will be no question whatsoever about how he feels about you, and he won't wait an extended amount of time before he asks you to spend the rest of his life with him. Here's the thing. One more thing about long-distance relationships long and that's, this is probably one of the most important things if the man is serious about you and this is so important understand one he will show you off first of all he'll claim you but then two he'll show you off and there you know what I'm saying it will not be a a a a state of limbo you will be his woman your facebook page will say in a relationship you know you will not be questioning where you stand um i mean it will be everything that you want it to be you know um if not in fact if it here's the thing and also when it comes to engagements understand courtney and the rest of you guys out there we are emotional beings we want love we want a wife that's the most important thing so if i'm in an extended or a a long distance relationship and it's going to be for an extended amount of time doesn't it? Wouldn't it make sense for me to want to lock that down, if you will? Uh, you know what I'm saying, like Courtney. If, I, if I'm dealing with you and you're out there in Chicago and I'm here in Philly, and I—I I mean, there's some vultures out there in, in Chicago. Am I going to want to just be chilling over here in Philly and and letting all type, letting you be out there in the wilderness, unaccounted for, unspoken for? No, of course not. No man would. So, wherever you are, ladies, and that guy you're dealing with that's in another state, some of y'all tuned in for the first time, just to- you know hear what we had to say about long distance you know, and you want you've been dealing with the guy for like seven months, and you know it's not really anything official, and you know it's kind of in limbo you're not really sure, so you tuned in tonight to hear get some clarity here's your clarity he's playing you if it's been six seven months, and you don't have a ring on your finger and it's long distance, he's definitely playing you. There's not a man on the planet who sees a woman as his future wife and it, and has not locked it down with a ring. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to happen. He's going to absolutely make sure you've got, you know, everybody that sees you out there sees that big ring on your finger, just to know. If that hasn't happened, you're getting played. Because remember, we talked earlier about these men not even wanting to spend $5 on you But imagine when a man spends 5000 on you These men on front, you know, they'll, they'll do a little Something for some booty, but they ain't gonna buy A, a you know, a $5,000 ring For some booty, they may buy an $800 ring for some booty Uh-oh, ladies get Oh, they, I'm making some people uncomfortable now I'm making some people uncomfortable If they walking around With the $400 ring You know, the one with the big Setting but the small stone uh Oh, oh no! I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not looking at your <laughs> rings. I, I didn't go through your albums. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not. I, don't cancel your sessions. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chill. <laughs> I'm just speaking generally. If you guys, if you guys. This woman. This crazy long story. This quick story. I was. I was working with this woman a, a couple of years ago. We were really making some progress. Really great woman who was willing to learn, but I did a show. And I guess she felt like like I'm, I'm hitting some people in the guts right now. I, just, I know this show is hitting home for a lot of people, but trust me, I'm not talking to anybody specifically. She felt like I was like I did a whole show specifically about her and her situation. I'm like, yo, it wasn't about you. Like the same stuff I've, she just wasn't feeling it. She's like, I'm canceling my sessions with you, and, and you can even go ahead and donate the rest of my sessions to someone who needs them. And, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You know what I mean? But she was she was um, dealing with some things. But you see what I'm saying? Um, but, then, yeah, just a quick crazy story. But, yeah, guys, that's what it's going to look like. You know, if he loves you, if he wants you, that ring is going to look like something. If you guys missed our special on The Ring Don't Mean a Thing, definitely check that one out. Just Google The Ring Don't Mean a Thing on the Date on October show and listen to that show just in regards to wedding rings, engagement rings, and things like that. You know, not saying it's all about money and the ring, but if a man loves you, you know that ring is gonna look like something. You know he's gonna save up. He can get the P. The PS4 itself is four hundred bucks. You know he got to get the second controller. You know he got to get a couple games. This guy's spending a thousand bucks on video games. You telling me he can't get you a, a nice two-carat ring? So you know, don't 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 settle for the BS. Don't settle for the excuses. You know, just because you don't want to admit what the real deal is in regards to how he's viewing it, You think about that, Courtney.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's so true. And I used to think that, you know, it would take an, a long amount of time just because of the situations I was in, you know, the extended period of time for, with no commitment. I just used to tell myself, like a lot of women would say, oh, well, you know, he's not ready. But that's not true. Like, it just was that he wasn't feeling me, and that just wasn't a man that God had for me. And then I listened to your stories, you know, um, just about you and, and Danny and, you know, how you committed, you know, quickly and proposed, you know, to her. And that's how it should look. That's how it should look.
0: Well, that's because I'm perfect. Just well, I say all
1: that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just
0: playing. I'm just messing with you. I'm not perfect. You know, and our relationship isn't perfect. Nothing is perfect. You know, in fact, somebody told me a long time ago, no relationship is perfect. It's just two people trying every day to make it that way, you know. A great quote. I can't take credit for that because somebody told that to me, but that is just an excellent. I repost it all the time, but that is just exactly what it is. If you shoot for per, per, for perfection, you're going to achieve greatness, all right. <clears throat> in fact, someone I said earlier online, if you have a problem trusting men or not really sure what's going on, Try trusting God You know, over in Exodus fourteen fourteen, Says the Lord will fight for you You need only to be still Okay Don't let, don't feel like you got to go bust his windows Don't feel like you got to go wild out Put sugar in his gas tank God is going to take care of all that for you You just have to chill The Bible says to be still I'm saying you got to chill you know what I mean, Courtney? When you were Spider Man, throwing the brick through the window and, you know, climbing up the walls, you know, climbing into the window and trying to catch your your dude doing something he shouldn't have been doing, you weren't being still, were you?
1: No, I wasn't. I felt like I had to prove something.
0: I had to prove a point. Yeah, you had to prove that you were God. able to prove that you were able to walk up walls like Spider Woman, right? That's what
1: you were. Yeah, that and and that I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Right. No, that's, that's real, though. You know, Courtney, you know <laughs> Courtney's been delivered, you know, as have many of you guys. Um, what else? And that show, what was that show, uh, the Trust and Believe show, Courtney and I did on a, where we, you know, on a uh, Keeping It Real Fridays where we talked about, you know, how to avoid making a man or allowing a man to make you crazy and really how that's not even a, you know, that doesn't even happen. Nobody can make you crazy, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, just... Cause there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. We did a show a while ago, a couple years ago on um on Don't Be a Psycho. You know, or I should say the definition of being a psycho. You know, where we gave away a lot of free shirts and you know, they I still got some, man. If y'all I still got some, man. If y'all want a uh, you know, a Don't Be a Psycho shirt, you know, shoot me an email. But um a couple of few left, a few uh from last last spring. Uh what else? And shout out to Marv. I meant to tell y'all, man. Shout out to Marv, man. Rest in peace. I told y'all, a lot of those shirts that y'all got, some of the ones that we gave away, Marv bought about three hundred dollars worth of uh, t-shirts just for y'all. You know, that's how we were able to give away a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? And, and donating. That's the that's you know, and I, he didn't talk about that. I didn't really talk about it like that. But that's just some of the behind the scenes things, you know that that you know that he did. You know what I'm saying? And you know, but it is what it is. Um, what else do we got here? Do y'all want to do some of these emotional availability pop quizzes results? Shall we go over the the answers?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: We're gonna do it. Like remember in remember in um, elementary school, or, you know that you you take a quiz and you wouldn't you wouldn't hand them in. You would just pass them to the person next to you, and they would grade your your answer. Did you ever have to do that? Uh-uh. You didn't do that? Oh, man, that must be, see, y'all had the computers and stuff. Y'all just had the automatic (laughs) brain and stuff. That's that new age technology, man. We 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 have that. We just said, all right, we would take the quiz. They say, put your name on the top of it. Now pass it to the left. So you pass your your quiz to the left and the person next to you, you know, know, they would say pass it to the left and then pass it to the left again just so the person directly next to you couldn't be the one grading your test. And then, um, yeah, so they would do it like that, and we'd go over the answers. But, yeah, that's basically what we're doing here, you know. And, and like I said, you know, if you did not do as well as you, you know, would have hoped to, you know, like I said, reach out, you know, reach out. Courtney uh, is available. I'm available. Osho is available. <clears throat> and, you know, we're all here to help. Uh, what else? But, yeah, here's the first one, uh, the emotional availability pop quiz let me see here well we'll just do them all we got some time um the first one was you get you get an email from an old friend who you haven't seen in years in fact the two of you were very good friends you never slept together or even kissed but there was always an attraction neither of you ever acted on because you both were in relationships, he asks if you'd like to meet up for dinner to catch to to catch up. You're both currently single. What happens? What do you do? What do you, what, what, what do you think? I'm gonna try to find that in the um, in the group. You know that question, but Courtney, what's your your uh, take on that one? On that particular situation.
1: So what do I do? Nothing. Meaning it's it's not going We're not going out We're not even dealing with each other Because that's not In my opinion that's not someone that You know God has for me Because just based off of the question That sounds like someone that was A non-platonic friend It was just that's, that's just not No especially if it was in a, a State in a time in my past Where you know I was In a relationship emotionally unavailable All of that stuff that's not the person guy has for me, in my opinion.
0: Let's take a look at some of these answers. I was able to <clears throat> pull it up. And um, if you guys, you know, like I said, go back to it, scroll through the Friends of the Date on Tolbert Show group, and you'll see, you know, some of these answers. Some were very good. Some couldn't be worse. Um, but Kim, she says, she says, accept. I said, what do you do? She said, I would accept and start planning for my date. Cute dress, hair, and heels. Smiley face. Oh, so she he would have been excited about it. You know, let's talk, let's look at some of these other answers. Um, yes, uh, Idea says, years, I don't know that guy anymore. I'd ask him some, ask him the same kind of questions that I asked someone that I just met. Let's talk about those two answers first. Let's just talk about, and, and this is not, they're not, I mean, they're on the hot seat, but it's not in a bad way because this is what we're all here for. There's no, you know, right answer, there's no wrong answer because we're all adults. You, you know, you guys are grown, I'm grown. You can do what you want. There's no right or wrong answer. But I want to help you guys see, the, the, you know, what will happen, you know, the potential effects of certain answers. But so Kim says she would accept and start planning for her day. Let's, let's go back for a second and look at the, the actual question. You get an email from an old friend who you haven't seen in years. You were very good friends, but there was always that attraction, okay? Both of you were in relationships. So as Courtney said, that right there makes it non-platonic. That right there makes you emotionally unavailable as a result of that non-platonic friendship, which is the whole reason why the actual relationships that both of you weren't, were already in before, why they didn't last. You can't build a relationship on uh, you know, emotional unavailability. So what happens is later on nothing has changed. You're still emotionally unavailable because he's reaching back out. So if you're the only reason why a lot of times women accept these types of invitations is because there's loneliness, there is um you know uh you know boredom, you know s- spiritual warfare going on, horniness in many cases like oh my gosh, maybe he could be the one. Lack of faith in God, lack of trust in God, lack of patience in God. And so, wow, okay, we did a whole show on that. If you guys missed our relationship recycling show, make sure you check that out because that's what happens a lot of times. Whether it's old friends, old boyfriends, you're just recycling. That's why you never get blessed with true love because you're always going backwards looking for love. But this is what a lot of men do. I used to do it myself, to be honest with you. You know, I used to have the old uh, Rolodex. The little black book This was before cell phones Like before You know Back in like 96 97 You know There were no cell phones All like that You know We had, If we had numbers They were written down And in, in you know First you would get them On the little sticky Sticky tab Or whatever When you would go out Then eventually Depending on the situation They might even make it Into the actual black book You know And so what What I used to do Back in the day Was you know A year later A couple years later When I would just be chilling. You know, I might go back through the book just to kind of see like what was what, who was who. You know, maybe you know, let me hit her up, see what's going on with her. And a lot of guys do. Let me send her an email. Okay, I mean that there's no little black books anymore, but it's the same thing. Men still do that stuff. They still go through their old cell phones. They may have got the the Galaxy Note three, you know now, but now but they go back to the the old Note or the 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 S two. You know you know what I'm saying? And they see what, what numbers are in there and, they, you know, send them a text, send them an email, See what's going on. Hey, would you like to meet up? That's not genuine. Okay? If he really wanted you, he wouldn't have lost touch with you in the first place. I know that, right? That's what a lot of people don't realize. These men don't lose touch. They don't forget about anybody. If they want you, you're going to remain on their radar and they're going to get you. If they don't, it's because they never really wanted you, and they're only reaching out because they're either bored, you know, or lonely, or they just want to smash. They feel like you still owe them some sex from back in the day. Kanye West has a line in one of his songs: "I feel like it's some bees that still it's some it's he says some some niggas that still owe me checks and some you know it's the bees that still owe me sex. That's how it is from back in the day. It's like, you know, we did certain things, and we feel like, you know. So they're they come they're calling you to collect. Time to pay the piper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's how, that's how these men think. These guys are animals out here, man. Aren't y'all thankful for shows like this that break down the, the game? That's all these men are doing. They're not really serious about it. They don't really want to take you out. They just want to take you out and smash. They have to give the illusion that it could be something else. That's why, why a lot of y'all... Feel comfortable giving up the draws, you know, because it's like, oh my God, she could be the one. What's the big deal if I have sex with him? We're gonna be together for the rest of our lives. But then after you do that, it doesn't really work out that way, does it? That's why you don't gotta give him the draws. That's why you gotta chill. So I'm just saying, gotta chill. You know, let's see what other, what some of these other responses are here. She says I'd ask him the same questions. I would just she have been listening to Steve Harvey. You can tell Steve Harvey says, "Ladies, there are five. What does he say? There are five questions that you want to ask men. You want to sit them down and interrogate them. Just craziness, craziness. I mean, asking men questions like what for what? First of all, ladies, you ask a man questions, he's going to tell you lies. All you have to do is watch his actions, and his actions will tell you everything you need to know about what his intentions are. So, she's already, you know." Not looking at it in the right way because she's asking him questions as if the man has something to prove. A lot of men actually, excuse me, a lot of women actually interrogate these men as if the men have to prove themselves to the women. What part of the game is that? What part of the Bible is that? That's not how it works. We don't have to prove ourselves to you, ladies. You have to show yourselves worthy. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's how that works. And and once you get out of that mentality of trying to think. That these men have to prove themselves, then you can really focus on doing what's necessary to differentiate yourself. So, so there's that. Um, she, so, no questions. I mean, you want to have conversation, but when you get into the, the, the interrogation, that's a problem. Janine says, I would go on the date. You see how, you see, and that's not, I'm not knocking it because at least they had the guts and the courage to actually comment. Instead of taking the quizzes privately, put the answer out there. Don't be. Don't worry about if it's the wrong answer. That's what we're here for to talk about it. You know, says uh, Terry. She says, "No thanks. If I'm emotionally unavailable, then I'm not settling for something from my past." Excellent answer right there from Terry. You know. You can always tell which women who've been listening, which women who've been working privately, which women who have been, you know, just passionate about understanding how men think. You can't think like a man, but you can understand how the process. Real quick, the new movie's coming out, Think Like a Man. I encourage everyone, go see it. Why? Why are you saying that? They don't, go see it. I'm telling you all now because you already know a live show is coming just like a couple years ago. We did our all-time classic three-part special on the original Think Like a Man movie, and I cannot tell you all how much valuable information was given. I'm going to be rebroadcasting the, or, or uh, I'm going to post the links for you all to listen to, okay? So you can listen to part one, part two, and part three. That's how much information you don't. How many three, uh, three-part shows have we done in the history of this show, Courtney?
1: I just remember that one. <laughs> exactly. The There's one never been a yeah.
0: three-part special on this show, other than the Think Like a Man. There was so way too much information to be given on one show. So I say, I'm telling y'all now, go see the film when it comes out. I'm gonna give y'all maybe two weekends, but then after that, you know, we're coming back with the live show. So definitely go check it out. I'm not in the, you know, I don't care about Steve Harvey, I don't care about how much money, I'm not, that's, you know, that's already predetermined, you know what I mean? I don't care about that. I just want y'all to see it so y'all can be aware of it and, you know, get the information and you'll be, you know, informed so when we do the show you can follow along. A lot of y'all didn't go see the Tyler Perry Temptation film and our special one, the Tyler Perry film, was, you know, gave y'all some of the best information possible. So I'm just saying, man. You know, definitely listen to that show if you missed it. Uh, so many, so many, so many shows, man. So many shows, thousands at, at this point. Um, what else? What else? What are the answers we got here? Um, <laughs> uh, what else? I'm trying to think. Erin gave. She always gives good answers. It's always great. Let me just say this. It's always really great to be able to look at comments from certain women and give it the thumbs up before you even read their answer. It, there's some, um, everyone's not like that, but Aaron is pretty much. Well, I don't know with Terry. Terry's kind of hit or miss, but more often than not, she gets it done. But Aaron is pretty, you know what I mean? Like pretty, you know, safe. It's a safe thumb up. Let's read what Aaron has to say. She says, "This is exactly how my ex boyfriend and I ended up in a relationship, and it didn't go very well, nor did it end very well." So I would put him in the don't contact me again category and keep on preparing for my blessing. If he was the right guy, neither neither one of us would have been in relationships. Ah, very good point. God would have already had us single and ready to begin a life together. That's what y'all have to realize. If the man that God has for you, okay, is is before you, you're not going it's not gonna be He's not going to come into your life during a period of emotional unavailability. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains the favor of, of God. An emotionally unavailable woman is not a good thing as defined by the Bible. That no one is going to find an emotionally unavailable woman and say, I've achieved the favor of God. Okay? Let that sink in for a little bit. Let that marinate. You have to be emotionally available. You've got to be free of the baggage. You gotta be free of all the drama. Then and only then is when God can bless you with true love. Anything outside of that is going to be the enemy sending you somebody, you know, sending you a perpetrator. Uh, Let's see here. What else do we have? Um, Veronica, she says, uh, well, no man from my past would still be contacting me to begin with, nor would have my email in other ways of contacting me at all. If this did happen, I would email him back saying I'm not interested and do not contact me ever again. I would not have any male friends, so this would not happen to be me. You do not go back to the past where we're, when we're supposed to be going forward. This was almost a perfect answer, only everything that she said is 100% correct, except the fact that she said she would email him back. Courtney, why is it not a good idea to, when you get those types of emails, to respond by email?
1: Because that's not cutting off the situation. That's just a very passive response, um, to me. Whereas, you know, picking up the phone and calling that person, you know, it's it's a different thing, it has a different result.
0: Yeah, you you don't wanna email or text. Never email or text. And if you guys, you know, reach out for private counseling we can go more into detail about why. But yeah, you never wanna email. You you know, when it comes the whole point of him, contacting you is because he views you in a certain way where he's going to be able to do certain things. You never want to you can't it's impossible for that man to accurately see and uh, and get and understand how you truly feel through email or through text. Okay? It's none of that is going to work. You he has to actually hear in your voice the seriousness, the severity you know what I mean? He has to actually see she's truly done with me. You know that can't that there's no way to accurately convey that through email. All right. So, but but other than that, really good answers. Um. So I mean, so at the end of the day, in fact, wait, wait I want to read one more. What's this? Andrea. Andrea gave a good answer. She said, "I would not go on the date. He's only hitting me up because he knows I'm available physically and wants to see if I'll act on those unspoken feelings for him." Excellent answer. That's true. He wants to see if you're going to let him smash because he. That's a, it's important to understand, ladies. When you're feeling somebody, when you like somebody, when your panties get a little soaked by somebody, I'm just you know what I mean. I'm just saying. Keep it. I mean, is that okay to say, Courtney? Can we be honest? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be let's be real. When you get sexually aroused by the thought of somebody, ladies, we know that. Y'all know that, right? That's not something y'all can hide. So when you want someone sexually, that's going to be conveyed to us. That's going to, there's a, a sexual vibe that's going to be given off. So once we get that vibe, like, oh, okay, yeah, she wants it, well, then he's going to hit you up, and hopefully you're going to act on those feelings. The problem with it is a lot of women front. They want a man sexually, but because they don't want to be a hoe, you know, or get their heart broken again, they front like they don't want them sexually. That's what Megan Good was doing in the, in the original Think Like a Man film, which was ridiculous. She knew she wanted to let them smash, but she wanted to talk about these stupid rules, but well, that's just a waste of time so it just you know I mean, just just be honest, just be real ladies and um and you won't have to find yourself in those situations. Let's do one more I, mean, I was trying to cram all this in to to about two hours, but it doesn't look like. That's going to happen Because Courtney wanted to be Long-winded tonight So it looks like We're going to have to
1: Come back (laughs) For me? Yeah Me? Okay (laughs) It's
0: like no I'm just playing Um, But we did We got We'll do one more Um, Because I I'm I'm actually going to do Well we kind of Already did this one On the uh, The Saturday night Emotional availability Pop quiz I mean we can Revisit it later But It was just You know How do you know That a man is in the Player stage And if y'all Didn't hear the show that me and Marv did on how to know when a man is in the dog stage. Listen to that show. If you missed our special where we talked about Stevie J, uh, uh, Peter Guns, you know uh, Little Scrappy. If you missed that show on how to know when a man is in the how to know when you're dealing with a player, go ahead and listen to that whole show. And you know, I mean, until we can come back live and talk about it. But between those two shows. You'll have all the information that you, you know, that you need to, you know, to understand. Uh, but, yeah, so there's that. What, which one? This one? Let's do the one from today. Let's do the one from today, um, which was really good and very, um, it was interesting, a lot of different answers. What do we have here? You meet a man in church. I, I, try, I try, real quick, I try to throw y'all <laughs> off, man. Like, I really sit, I work at these because y'all, are, and it's because y'all are getting good. You know, I I can't just come up with any old thing because it's going to be boring and everyone's going to get the right answer. So i got to really try to throw you all off and throw some tricks, which is, like I said, that's good. You guys are learning. You know what I mean? You're learning and you're getting better. There's more emotional availability in the works. So I'm excited about that. You guys are listening to these shows. You're participating in the quizzes publicly or privately, and you're learning for next time, which is great. Um, So... You meet a man in church who appears to have everything you're looking for in a husband. Most importantly, a deep rooted love for Jesus Christ. The two of you have great conversation, and he's different from anyone that you've ever dated. The only problem is that he recently lost his wife to cancer. Though he's very interested in you, he tells you that because of his loss, He's not ready to be in another relationship, but he would very much like to continue getting to know you, and possibly build a future. What do you do? What do you think about that, Courtney? What's the what's the proper answer there? What would you do?
2: I
1: would leave him alone. That is that's a recipe for disaster, for a lot of reasons. One, I mean, he just lost his wife. He's not trying to be with anyone seriously. You know he's still grieving, so that just lets me know that he's not viewing me, you know, as anything but, you know, just someone to have sex with, and that's that's no, that's that's not going to work. So in between, you know, playing tug of war with the panties and hearing about his deceased wife, that's just that's a mess. It's like who wants to get involved with that? So no, I'm not dealing with the man. <sighs>
0: Let me say this on that. I mean, that is absolutely the case in many circumstances. But one of the things that y'all have to realize is that, like in this case, uh, Tiffany says, uh, you know, I say, what would you do? She says, I would run like hell. I'm tired of the lies. Well, first of all, that's, you know, that that, that speaks of emotional unav- unavailability in regards to being tired of lies If you're even factoring in What you went through before In regards to what you're you dealing with now That's a You see what I'm saying Like that's You can't do that You That should be the, What happened to you in the past Should be in the past You shouldn't even be letting that Affect you Alright So she says I would run like hell I'm tired Who says that any of this is a lie Did you notice that Courtney Why does this have to be a lie Did you look at it as a lie
1: No, I didn't. I thought that was like the real case, like he lost
0: his wife. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, And I think that a lot of women are used to the lies. You know what I mean? Like men, oh, yeah, I just lost my wife, and it actually ends up being a a total lie. But this situation, I didn't even, that's not how I intended it. This is actually, this is the situation, this actually happened. This is the actual situation. He actually lost his wife. He actually genuinely likes you, and actually, genuinely, because even you, Courtney, you were saying it, you know, bringing up sex. This situation doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with sex or tug-of-war with the panties or or him targeting you for sex. That's often the case with many situations, but in this situation, which makes it a little bit more complicated, because this is why I threw this in here, You met him in church, not that that means anything, but you met him in church, he appears to have everything you're looking for, and most importantly, a deep-rooted love for Jesus Christ. It's possible. There are a lot of nice guys out there, a lot of Christian men out there whose number one goal in life is not to get the, the sex. You know, they're actually looking for wives. But unfortunately, many men out here, while they're looking for wives, they still are not... Ready for for a wife? You see what I'm saying? They're not they like maybe he just you know is dealing with a loss, so he misses his old wife. He's not healed from that, so you see what I'm saying? Like, but he does want a date. You know, he does want to get to know you genuinely because he he knows he enjoyed being married. He knows he would like a wife in the future. So his goal, his his intention, doesn't necessarily have to be just to get the sex from you but he maybe might just want to get to know you. Let's look at some of these responses. You know, in fact, because you see what I'm saying? Even, but the problem with this, even though his intention towards you may be genuine and he may actually want to love you, you have to be able to, ladies, know when someone is not of God. He may love God, but that doesn't mean he's been sent to you from God. Does that make sense, Courtney? Yeah,
1: yeah, I understand that. hmm
0: yeah, let's look at what Erin is saying here. She says, "If he's not ready, then I'm not willing. I'm happy that he has a relationship with Christ, but I would keep it moving, because evidently he's not the man that God has for me. I understand that I understand his loss, but at the same time, I need him to understand what I'm trying to gain. And with him not being ready for another relationship, it's a waste of time, whether he's in love in love with Christ or not." But I do have one question. How is he not ready for a relationship, but at the same time says that he wants to continue to get to know me and possibly build a future? Isn't that an oxymoron? And what I said in the thread was it's actually not an oxymoron per se, because, you know, as I said on the thread, a lot of men can actually want to get to know you, but not necessarily want to be with you. See, I think a lot of times women take it for granted that, because a man shows interest, that he automatically wants a relationship. There were a lot of women who I was interested in, a lot of women I was attracted to, a lot of women who I enjoyed being with, spending time with, but did not necessarily want to be in a relationship with. A relationship is someone claiming you, someone putting it out there that he's with you, I I I mean, I've spent weeks with women. I've spent you know, I spent a lot of time with women. Non stop. Did everything, you know. Chilled, hung out, took trips, but we weren't together and I had no intention of being together. Just that that's what it was good they were good for at that time. Um, Kiani says, Oh wow, this would be an unfortunate situation. Nonetheless, this situation contradicts God's perfect timing. True statement. Although it seems like sticking around would be the right thing to do. Um, I don't think that it's good or wise, a good or wise decision. I have to keep it moving because this brother needs to properly heal. I think that something I'm seeing common here, a lot of women are putting it on the man saying that he needs to heal. Here's, here's another example of what I'm talking about, Sharifa. She says he needs time to grieve so we would not be dating. See a lot of women there. You're putting it on the man. It has. <clears throat> you need to kind of be selfish in this way. Don't worry about him grieving, whether he heals or grieves, because that gives the impression, if he healed or if, or I should say, if he grieved, then that would basically mean that it would be okay to date him when it wouldn't. You see what I'm saying? Like just because a man is not necessarily hurting. Doesn't necessarily mean that he's the person that God has for you. Do you see what I'm saying, Courtney? Mhm. I do. This is a little
1: bit tougher. This was one of the tougher questions.
0: Yeah, that's why I did it. You know, I, I told you I got to be creative with these. You know, mm-hmm. otherwise y'all just get them with no problem. But I'm glad this is good. This is this is. You guys see why counseling is so important? Y'all think I just put this stuff out there? Imagine if we would have never even talked about it in the group. Imagine if I never would have did this show. And there are a lot of women in this, in this exact situation who would actually go on this date. You see how that could be problematic? That'll mess up everything. You see? You, know, you have to. You have to get this knowledge. This—it's a blueprint. I prepare you for love. I prepare you for these situations so that you can avoid them, so that you can be found by the man that God has for you—not the, the, you know, the guy that just seems like. Because again, the Bible says the devil roams around like a lion looking for people to devour, the way that he goes about devouring you is through situations like these, you know, false men, you know, like these, false men of God. And this may even be a man of God, to be honest with you. But every man of God is not for you. It says, Carolina, she says, you are right, Aaron, very oxymoronic. He wants to get to know you but not be in a relationship Sounds like he just wants to smash without a commitment of any kind While using the logical-sounding excuse that he's grieving A true man of God wouldn't want to waste your time or use your body Especially when he knows he's not ready for something that matters Let me just ask y'all Who said anything about sex? Cory, where did the sex come in? Because you mentioned sex earlier Carolina mentioned sex Um... I think somebody else. Like, where's the sex? Who said anything about sex,
1: Courtney? It 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 was not mentioned in there, but I think it was. um, You know, when you said the guy says, "Well, I'm not ready for a relationship, but I would like to get to know you," and then adding him grieving on top of that, I'm just thinking for myself. I'm thinking if you're grieving and you're not interested in a relationship with me, then what else would you want? That's how he wants a wife.
0: He wants a wife. That's what he wants. He wants but to get to know But is he looking?
1: But looking at me that way? That's what I, I. I didn't yes. get that impression. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. That he's. Uh, let me just make sure because I think I thought I would. Let me see. Great. Yeah. Here it is. Right. I mean, it says that. Um, it says that he has a deep-rooted love for Jesus Christ. The two of you have great conversation. He's different from anyone you've ever dated, and that it says though he's very interested in you. He tells you that because of his loss, he's not ready to be in another relationship, but he'd like to continue getting to know you and possibly build a future with you. Okay. So, and the reason I worded it like that is specifically because I wanted to help show you guys that it it is genuine. See, everybody out most men are liars, don't get me wrong. Most men out here are actually bastards, you know what I mean? But you gotta understand some men are not lying to you. Some men aren't just trying to target you for sex. Some men aren't just trying to get you into the bedroom, but he actually like if you if you notice when these men are out here in the player stage and the dog stage, we talk a lot about the phone time being limited. We're not spending hours on the phone with you if we just want to smash. This guy in this situation, I, I specifically put this in here because he you have great conversations meaning you spend some phone time you know he's actually different from all those other losers you, you see what i'm saying
2: um yeah mm-hmm.
0: what else he tells you that because of his loss he's not ready for, to be in another relationship but he would very much like to continue getting to know you and possibly build a future so these are the things that i just and i just i'll leave it at that Some men, they do want a future, okay, but just because a man truly wants a future with you doesn't mean you need to have one with him. And and that's important to understand. We're going to get ready to wrap it up. Any last comments, words of wisdom, Courtney? Uh, No, I just wanted to say, um,
1: you know, thanks again. This was just an excellent show. Love the quizzes. Um, keep doing them Because, you know, I learn myself Like, it's, I, I love this Like, like what do you always say? You know, it's better to fail the quiz than in real life So I want to thank you for that
0: Oh, yeah, no, absolutely Courtney, that's what I'm here for That's what you're here for And that's what this show is here for Is just to talk, you know Just to get some information out there Hopefully um, shed some light on you know these these situations so that you don't um I think a young woman wrote on the page she said this was the first quiz that she actually passed. I mean that's that's great. You know, I mean that's great. You know, continue taking these even if you just take them, you know, privately to yourself, you know, and, and you know follow along and watch the uh you know watch the other responses, get the um you know listen to the show to hear us talk about it. And um you know that's it. Um, so, like I said, we got some really good shows coming up for y'all in the future. Like I said, the Soul Ties show, the the the, the uh, when a man loves a woman 2014. Look out for our Soul Ties special, where we're gonna be talking about um, embracing your calling, sexual addiction. Oh man, so many good shows coming up um, in, in the future, um, guys. And last but not least, though, um, real quick, get my book too if you haven't already. Order The Love We Had. It's available in stores, on Amazon, Kindle, all that good stuff. Check it out. But um, but most importantly, though, like I said, if you're if you're looking for some help, if you need some counseling, you need some spiritual guidance, reach out. Info at Today dot com. Um excuse me, eight five five fifty five on. And um you know don't don't just sit back and be confused. Don't sit back and be, you know, get played or not you know know what what's what. Um but just reach out. And um thank you all for listening. Courtney, excellent job. Um add me on Facebook. Everything is at date Tolbert. Brand new Ask on video blogs are coming in 2014. Look out for them. A lot of these topics will be condensing them into these uh You know, three to four minute shows, so definitely, or, uh, you know, videos, so definitely going to be a good, um, some good topics coming forward. But look, thank y'all, and um, I'll see y'all next time.
3: Until we motivate you, girl. The day don't be your motivation, child. the day don't overcome and rock your world. The day don't be your motivation, child. the day don't overcome and motivate you, girl. The day don't be your